What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 305. On this episode, I'm joined by Bradster X and Coop, aka BXC. Talk about the Patreon merch shop, a bunch of music talk, some politics, a bunch of TV shows, and a bunch of video games. Uh, thanks for checking us out. What up? Here we are once again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for me to tell you about the shit that gets me paid the smallest amount of money. Patreon.com slash podcast mo. You go there, you give a dollar more a month, you get early access to all these glorious episodes. You give enough money, you can be a co-producer like my mother. Marshall Darmanisha Bear. It's your boy H2.com. And Graveyard Entertainment. Keeping us going. Being the pillars of the community. The ones we can really look to in moments that we're like, who's cool? They are. So there you go. Also, we have a merch shop. It is myspreadshop.apodcastmo.com, something like that. I don't know. If I can look at the link in the comments if you are interested. All right. This week, give Brats or X a call. Uh, it's super fucking hot. I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this today. Uh, but we're going to give Brats or X a call and... Uh, I believe Coop is with him, so the full BXC, and uh, we'll talk about their new album and shit like that. Anyway, here they are. So, how's it going? Good, good. I'm sitting here with Coop. We're just chilling. What's up? What's up, man? So, when's the album coming out? What are the plans? You know, give us all the lowdown on that. So, we made it October 1st. We didn't think we were going to make it because it's like down to the fucking wire. Um, It's called Dead End. You know, it'll be everywhere you you listen to shit. Um, got you on it. Got you on a horrorcore song. Yeah. Comfort, Lamb. You know, so we got some features, which is pretty unusual for us. We usually don't, have, especially on our horrorcore stuff, we don't really have features very often. It's a really good addition to everything else in our catalog. So I'm pretty excited for its release. I'm just glad we finally made it and we're able to get it out before halloween and everything so yeah yeah man it's it's been great dude i think uh shooting for the first definitely is a good idea you know gives the whole month of october and even if it was a day or two late on some sites because you know some of them are really slow uh i think it'll be fun it just gives you another thing to share you know like oh now it's up on this one right you know and it was i was trying to beat it from the originally so we could push it all month and then we had found your albums coming out ill fortunes albums coming out which i guess like you and my audience wouldn't they'd be the same because of this you know the pod and everything but you know horrorcore and yeah i I didn't want to like step on any toes like ill fortune he's got his shit coming out you know we got that's why we wanted to get him on here um but some of the features didn't work out. They, you know, they were busy working on their own things and they were coming out, you know, they were last minute doing things, you know, October's just sneaking up on all of us. I don't know where the hell this year went. Yeah. It went fast as fuck. That is for sure. Um, it almost seems like it's almost insignificant in a way that the year in general, you know, like right. my album was my plan. I was like, I'm going to get 
internet friends three and then maybe do a solo album and i'm doing both but it seems like that's all i did in this whole year you know yeah i should have done so much more it it is a very odd year like it's gonna have like an asterisk on it or something right like 2020 i enjoyed you know i think in hindsight people gonna look at that one as being bad but there was something kind of fun of like you kind of people were off you know like now we're like yeah. in the apocalypse, but you still have to work. But last year it was right. like in the you weren't working phase. It was right. the uncertainty. It was exciting a little bit there at first. And then like we just, yeah, like you said, it turned into work and we're like back to normal, but not really. And, and they're trying, it's a whole, you know, the whole ordeal with it. And yeah, it's, it's some horseshit. Uh, well, I'm glad y'all got the album out. Um, you know, I have been doing a few features lately and basically it's just the same group of people. Uh, you know, like you're mentioning some features falling through. Uh, that's why I do internet friends so early is I send people out stuff because it does take some people forever to get around to some stuff. And, uh, you know, but there are the handful of people, you know, you can just send something to and you're like, Hey, if you're feeling this, you think you could do something and they'll, they'll throw something together. Right, man. Thank, thanks a lot too for coming through and, putting a verse together to get on it yeah same you know same with southern comfort and southern lamb you know lamb lamb will send you a feature back in like five minutes like he's also uh tuesday i call him but it's it's tuesday with an x where the s is um he goes under two names but he was on uh one of our eclectic albums as well on a remix or maybe maybe it wasn't on the album was it on the album eclectic uh you know, it was it was what you're going to do remix. So yeah. People could check that out with you know if they want to uh, sneak peek a lamb. Yeah, I remember uh, when that one came out. Uh, you, you know, the podcast was going at the time, and uh, yeah, you know, I have all, I haven't listened to every song that you all sent me, but I think you told me today you might have sent me some wrong shit. Yeah, I um well I started looking through my phone, like I unzipped the file and I saw like there was a semi I call them semifinals, it's like you know, just kind of a better of a rough stage. And there was some other ones that just like the ending, like the intro ending was different and things, and I was like, wait a minute, I hope I didn't upload the wrong shit. So I came home like checked immediately whenever I came home. I was like, oh, okay, I did so I put the folder together fucked up is what happened. Right. But so they're not in the right order or anything, but you know, you get you kind of get the gist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure it'll all work. Um well what do y'all have plans for your next one? I know y'all are going through some sort of rebrand, you know, to go from Brad Sterex and Coop to the BXC. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a whole thing. Focus. This year is, is uh, rebranding and just establishing better this year, you know, just trying to push more in the business side of things. Well, it was like even today where uh shout out to Drew Lark because we got a feature on his song just came out uh Monday. Uh, Drew Lark beats. And I think it turned out to be a pretty decent song. Man. He, he makes it really well when it's, it, you know, it's something completely the complete opposite of what we're going to do. When we get the feature down, it pops up as another name. Like I got two other Bradster X's up there from one from 2017. That's one song with some guy. And then uh, one today that was randomly created. And it wasn't like they, I don't think they did anything wrong. I think it's distro kid. Cause they've been messing us up from the beginning. Yeah. But because of the end in our name. I mean, but, but it's not that hard 
because I mean, I've, I've had other eight of the modes be made too. And I've had other, like when I put karma, they'll make a new karma, even though, you know, she exists, stuff like that. And it's not that hard to go into the distro kit fixer and you put the links of like, this is what's wrong and this is where it should be. And and I think they fix it fairly quickly. Um, sometimes they have, and I've then other times I never get a response. Like they did with the uh, nobody like me mix. Right. I remember that took like uh, maybe a month of me in graveyard going back and forth, but that was probably why it took so long as we were going back and forth and they were waiting. We were, I was waiting after it got on my end. So it was a lot of waiting. Right. Other ones I got back in like 10 minutes. Like literally it was that quick. I'm like, cool. It's fucking fixed. Right. But the main issue has been like, it's just says Bradster X on everything mainly except for YouTube where we can like name it ourselves. But I think even that, because everything, whenever we first started, I didn't know Coop was going to be like such a major part, but you know, we were friends for so long. We used to make music when we were younger. So when I hit each other, you know, it was like, hey, well, we're doing this. Yeah. I started putting feature in Coop and then I'm like, shit, well, now we're Bradster X in Coop, but it's only under Bradster X, except for like maybe two songs. There's a couple under Bradster X and Coop, I think. Right. Like but what you would have had to do is you would have had to make a Coop account as well and then continually featured or made him a primary artist on all the releases of Bradster X and also the Coop artist. And then it would have left right. it all. But like now, whenever I, you know, I'll add y'all as a feature as Brad Rex and Coop. And I had, and for a minute, like two months there, DistroKid made it where you could go ahead and put the page that where that artist is at, you know, like, so I could go ahead and find Brad Rex and put it in there. My upload, not have to wait. And it would automatically get it. I, they done away with it after like a couple of months. I don't know why, um, but they had Damn. it there for a little bit. And on that, I also had Coop, you know, and then it told me I could not add Coop as a feature because there's already like a thousand Coops. There is or whatever the number was is like their max. And so it said it could not create a new coop and I had to choose a current coop. So I just went and found a random coop that. Yeah, I was actually looking at them today because I was showing them how they went under another name. And I was like, yes, yeah, remember it did this with you. Yeah, I had to do that because it told me like it wouldn't let me put that it was a coop that didn't exist on Spotify yet because there were so many that like Spotify won't allow any more coops. Yeah, so, I believe like, I, I, is that's going to be a thing even with BXC because I see that there's one guy that it might not matter for us, but there's one guy that put out an album in 2010 that covers like just a selfie, you know. So I don't know, I don't think it'll really interfere, but I it's just I'm it might be I might just make everything we are BXC, even our Spotify, just so everything's like because that's what I'm going to change our Instagram to or everything to, but I'll be making posts about that and. Right. You know, along the way. Well, I think if you, I mean, th there is another guy. I mean, that would suck. But I mean, if you stayed on it, you know, all your releases for a while, and made sure it linked them. To me, I just don't understand how you can upload something through DistroKid to your page before, and then in the future, it doesn't remember. Like this right. DistroKid account is the Spotify account, but yeah, the email should match up. You know, it just doesn't. And YouTube's the worst. I don't know if you've tried to claim YouTube, and now I fucked mine up. I'll be honest. Uh because I have two, I have two artist names. I'm A to the Mo, and then A to the Mo makes beats. And so I try to claim my YouTube pages for that, so that it's just not A to the Mo topic for me to find, right. find them. It would like be on my page, and it took about half of my beat tapes, and that's it. <laughs> and so like they're all linked to the correct page, but all the rest are out there. And then if I go try to claim them, it'll DistroKid tells me they're already claimed by you, and I'm like, no, but they're not. <laughs> like it's such bullshit. <laughs> 
Uh, it's been it's been a quite a headache, and, and you know that's that's kind of been the main thing. Is like it's both of us. It shouldn't just be under my name. He's got like more solo songs on some albums than I do. Like, so why should it just be my name? You know, and BXC just fits. It's it, it's uh, it comes. I think it comes off better than Brad Strikes and Coop because you hear Bradster and you're like, ah, eh, yeah. people are already thrown off with that name. And I I get it. I, I, I had it when I was twelve. I get it. I mean, I think it'd be fun if y'all could pull off a way to name like some albums using that as like an acronym. So it'd be like yeah, Badass Extreme Cunts or whatever. <laughs> I have thought about it. You know, it, just to keep it but, keeping it going would be the hard part. You know, you'd always because there's only so many X words. You right. you killed it with the logo. Yeah. Though. <laughs> where are you coming from here? <laughs> The the BX logo, like that, that that is nice. I've been slipping that into everything lately. Yeah, it is good. The only thing I would change about it now, because it's kind of looking at, I wish I could have made the C a little bigger, but it had to kind of fit in that X to make it look logo ish. But you could probably make that side a little bigger. Um, but yeah, it is good for especially if people know the uh, bind torture kill logo. You know that it makes yeah. it even better if you know that part. And then if you don't, I mean, like it's an Easter egg. Yeah, and if you don't, you just go, oh, it looks like tits. Right, <laughs> and then it's I, true. I think if you turn it on its side where the tits become eyeballs, it looks kind of like uh, a man with a mustache. Like the X becomes a mustache, and the C becomes the mouth, and then the B's the eyes. I look. I know you might too. You might have just made a new uh, logo idea. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the BXC man. I'll wrap my beard around the whole logo. And <laughs> uh, of course, uh, the neighbors doing lawn care, so you might might hear some technical difficulties through this. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm used to it around here. Um, so what's on? What's going on in the world? You know, do y'all have any thoughts on you know the way the world's falling apart? I'm just watching it, you know. Like, I don't. It's kind of funny watching everybody because I, I really don't have a strong opinion either way on vaccines on anything, <laughs> like regarding any of it. I'm just kind of like living like I always did and watching other people freak out in a way like so it's been it's been more entertaining for me i guess especially doing food delivery i see a lot of i see a lot of funny shit out there so it's that's kind of i just see myself as like a sheep in the herd pretty much man i just been constantly working a lot it's always it just sucks man yeah he's uh, factory shift bullshit, you know. Yeah. I try to work on music when I can, and then you know, it's just all my time's always sucked up. It just seems like it just goes so fast anymore. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know for me, like, I think people should take the vaccine. I guess. I mean, I just don't. Nothing to me tells me it's dangerous. You know, I know there are people that think that, um, but I also don't think the government should force anyone to get it. You know, so right. I'm, I'm like in a weird middle ground. I don't think anyone should be forced to take anything. Um, right. Like, I, don't, I don't think there's, uh, you know, some microchip in it or anything, but some of the theories are fun to listen to, but they, but it is with everything that happens. I mean, there's always conspiracy theories and I'm heavy on them. It's fun to, you know, go into that world a little bit. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I definitely check out 
all of them, you know, if I see them up, I'm like, well, I'm gonna see what this person's saying. Like I do enjoy them. Right. But then whenever I talk to someone like, uh, I know a guy who has uh was it COPD, whatever it is, you know, he smoke forever. And I mean, yeah. if he gets it, you know, he, he's done for it, but he's, yep. he's like a super conservative Fox news here, you know? And so he's no, he doesn't trust it. He doesn't trust the vaccine. And then that's the other thing is it's become so political, but like when Trump was president, there's Democrats that he said they wouldn't take it because Trump made it. And now that same vaccine is the same one, of course. And they're like, right. you got to take it. I mean, Biden made it, you know, and then the conservatives are like, I ain't trusting no Biden vaccine. And it's like this has nothing to do with who's in fucking president. <laughs> well, it's funny how that all works. Push, push it so hard, you know, and it's just like, kill the fuck up. Like, like, like I forget what, you know, like it, they only show you the bad statistics. They never want to show you the good ones. You know, like, what do they say? 5% of the people that actually get it, get hospitalized from it or some shit I heard. But, you know, it seems like they want the fear and they want the division is more or less. Still suck with the economy. Like, so they're definitely making money. Um, Yeah, I definitely think they're pushing the division, you know, or I don't know if they are. I think. I think the I way the inter- is, right. <laughs> I think I think the way the internet is set up through clicks gets you paid money. So writers who write an article, if someone clicks it, it makes right. them get paid. I think the way that's all set up makes division happen on the internet in the same way on TV because they're competing for ad dollars and they're all at the True. same time. Like I don't think it's like this master plan of the man, but I do think it's human nature destroying us. You know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. we're we're. Killing ourselves slowly it's, here. It's greed. Iron, yeah. Greed. Iron, self, selfish and greed. You know? Right. Yeah. 100%. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think we'd all be the same way. Like, to me, it's like, uh, you don't have to get too, you know, capitalist or socialist. But whenever someone's like, hey, do you want to live in a society where you work and then other people don't work, but y'all can have the same stuff? And if you're like the type of person that works, you're like, fuck no. But if you're the type of person that's like, uh, I don't really work that hard. So yeah, that sounds cool. Like, how is that not human nature? That's how, like, who gravitates towards those parties, you know? So Right. It is interesting. So whenever, like, my conservative friends are like, oh, they're all fucking freeloaders, and you kind of look at that group and you're like, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> like, I would just have to see it in action, I guess. Right. It's... At this point, it's almost like I forget that Biden's president because they don't bring him up every day. Ever. Whereas when Trump was president, I would like wake up, have three news things on my phone. Fucking, you know, every just oh, Trump woke up today. OK, I, I fucking get it. Like, right. What in- I don't know. I don't know who like because, again, you know, a lot of people say the media did that. Right. And because I kind of want to believe that. But also Trump wanted to be on the news like every day. He was like calling into Fox News and he was like wanting to give his statements on shit everywhere. Where like you're saying now, like they hide Biden like he is nowhere near a microphone. And the uh, vice president, what's her name? Shit. Uh, Come on. Yeah, see, exactly. I forget her name because they, they they pushed her down her throat at first and then something happened and I don't follow it enough to know. But she I know pulled, something happened. She did nothing. It wasn't anything specifically, but she polled really, really poorly. And then it was like lower than any vice president ever. And she hasn't huh. done anything. So like they just so, kind of realized that like, oh, people, the American people just don't like her. So they kind of quit. Yeah, and then, you know, that that sarcastic laugh she does before every time she speaks. Yeah, you'd think I'd be into politics more since I'm a wrestling fan and like you know I like the storylines and everything, but it's kind of like it's kind of gotten old like through the years. Like uh, the Bush era was funny, but then it felt like Trump was just Bush too. The real days, 
and they're just repeating because this is like round two of the like. Oh, see, I think Trump was his own thing. He wasn't a Bush too. You know, Bush was like that old neocon of like, hey, we're conservatives, but we're going to keep spending god ungodly amounts of money on things that conservatives would never be behind. You know, like that's yeah, the thing that like Republicans. Trump got an image got old because he knew business still goes on after four years. Yeah, yeah, like, and well, are probably different, but like the way they treated him, like I remember hearing Bush all the time on TV, like they would, you know, make fun of him, and any anytime there's a Republican, really, they seem to make. Fun. I disagree. I think I think Bush deserved it again, but I lived through it and like loved John Stewart. Like John Stewart was my favorite shit during the Trump or during the Bush years. And like, uh, yeah, you know, it was just so funny. And he he was an idiot. He really was an idiot. And I think it's pretty obvious he was put in that position where Dick Cheney actually had all the power. You know, and I'm a pretty firm believer in 9/11 and the whole Middle Eastern wars are all some bullshit just to get money into the hands of the military industrial complex folk. Uh, so I kind of like against that. Obama, I had a lot of faith in. You know, but he didn't actually do anything. He just talked a lot. And people gave him shit, too. Like, the way Democrats gave uh, Bush shit, Republicans gave Obama shit. It just had a tinge of racism. And now I've had people say, like, there wasn't racism. But I'm like, I don't know, man. I felt like I watched all those news things. And every time I felt like it could have ended, like, because he's black. I don't know. It just always had that vibe to me when people would hate on him. I'm like, I mean, he's horrible. But I mean... Like I had like I've known old people in my family that would like claim he was part of the Muslim Brotherhood and he was bringing back Sharia law to the yeah, United States. You. you remember all that shit? And I was like, oh, yeah. no one would have ever said that about Bush or any other president. But because of his skin color, you know, they were remember like, remember oh. the uh, birth certificate? Yeah, that went around. Right, exactly. Went around. And Trump, but Trump, I think he asked for it in the sense like he wanted to be on the news all the time and he wanted to tell his point and you could disagree with him because he wants to argue and be right. You know, like it did feed into his persona. Like it didn't hurt him if the news came on and said he was wrong. He would just go on. And that's more or less what it feels like is they're, they're, they're all personas and characters. And like, that's why I compare it to wrestling so much. Cause it's just like, you know, Hillary was a huge heel. They were both heels. It was like two heels going against each other. But, you know, the one was like the cool heel for like a month and just one. Well, <laughs> and you look at these things, it's like all the stuff about Hillary and the Clinton Foundation, all the people that have died. That shit's so fascinating. But if you mention you're like, huh, you're racist. You're like, wait a minute. How the fuck does thinking the Clintons killed people have to do with racism? You know, like, but some yeah. that's how like the other side, you can't talk about anything because you have to have such a narrow viewpoint to align with the liberal or Democrat viewpoint. So I think that's why I don't feel like a Democrat at all these days. Um, even though I kind of liked Obama back in the day, well, at least Republicans are kind of more open to who can call themselves a Republican. I'll just never claim to be a Republican because all that in- evangelical shit, I just hate it. I know who uh, is a Trump supporter around me. Cause they all fucking wave their flags and have it on their car. Oh, they let they you all- know. They let you know. Yeah. They do. Like they'll, it's all like you'll see sections like i'll go i drive around a lot you know it's a different call to sex will have different <laughs> political views and it's just it's funny you'll see the one that stand out with so the trump side i don't align with any political anything i, I put independent on my voting card which i just signed up for again because apparently i whenever i moved i didn't do it whatever right as honestly i haven't voted in so long like i, I voted the first year i could politicians don't give any good advice like there's like cookie cutter it's just a retarded fucking game you know it's just i don't think their jobs to give advice i will say if y'all are in pennsylvania y'all need to vote for that fucking libertarian that's running because that's what i 
uh, and vote for anyway. I don't know if I've registered for it. I think I'm still independent. Uh, I, I don't necessarily agree completely 100% with the Libertarian Party, but I like the fact they're a third party, you know, so it's not just the same O2 people that have been running it forever. And uh, in general, their idea is uh, like, you don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you, you know, kind of live and let live. And I enjoy that sort of attitude, but I do know in practice, I don't know how it would like actually work. You know, if they right. regulated everything, but I would love someone to have a shot at it, you know, to see what it, yeah. how they could do it. We so definitely need a change. We don't need 72 year olds in the fucking office anymore. Like we don't need, you know, like a, the president's like, what, how, how old is Graham down there? 75. 75 and Biden is around there. I think he's That's yeah, the same age. He's still running the planet. Well, the what I tell people all the time is like. You know, 70 year olds, or if you know, 70 year olds, think about those people and now be like, now, should they run anything? Like, exactly. It's, it's mind tired in nursing homes and stuff. But yet, like, we're like, yeah, put them all in Congress. You know, fuck the 60 year olds or the 50 year olds that could do it. Let's do the oldest people we can find. Yeah. Every, every time there's never, and anytime there is a chance for someone young, he's out, you know? Well, yeah. Cause he starts, you know, filling somebody up and he's out of there. Right. You know, I think the Bye. same type of person that makes like a JFK you know is like his sexual uh, hunger was like part of what made him probably like a great leader you know or like Bill Clinton Bill Clinton obviously uh, had some issues but he would go up there and give a speech and people love the charmingness of it you know and so I do kind of think in this weird world it's all old people that never have touched women <laughs> so like, yeah. like, like Mitch McConnell's never had sex let's just not with Mitch permission. McConnell they, not with permission <laughs> right <laughs> right or uh, they've definitely them. like Mike Pence, uh, you know, when he was like, he couldn't go to dinner with another woman without his wife present. And yeah. I, I remember things like, man, he just thinks he's so attractive that a woman couldn't keep their hands off him. He'd be like, no, right. no, no, I can't go to dinner alone. This woman will fuck me, you know, <laughs> like, mother. Yeah. Calls fucking wife mother. It's great. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, that's political world. I I want to be more involved because I do think it's all interested, but I don't have a team. So when I watch it, I just get pissed at both sides and I'm like, God, you are all fucking idiots. Well, that's like the thing. Anytime I'm asked, it's like, well, I'm just kind of in the middle here. I, I don't like I don't have a strong opinion either way. I just I'm kind of watching it unfold and doing my own thing. You know, right. My views are just basically the same I give on a TV show. You know, it's just like. Well, yeah, I kind of like this guy, but this guy's kind of the villain, and you know, I, I, you know, I'm kind of root for the villain, and yeah, depends what I'm watching, watching who yeah. the villain is. Yeah. Um. So, have yeah. you all been watching any good TV shows? I, I go ahead. Yeah, nine perfect strangers. I just, uh, I've been watching that. I think that show is pretty decent. Uh, I've never even heard of it. What is it? It's uh, some show on Hulu, some new show. It has, uh, what the hell is her name? Melissa McCarthy, I oh. think's her name. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's it has a bunch of actors in it. And it's like they go to this like resort to get away from their problems and like they just start tripping on drugs and shit. Oh, and, yeah. Nicole Kidman's in it? Yeah, Nicole Kidman. She's like running it. She's like running. I don't like Melissa McCarthy, but it's interesting that Nicole Kidman's in it. I I love Melissa McCarthy. Uh, I think she was so good in Bridesmaids that I'll like her forever. That's what I mean, dude. And her role in it, she kills it. And it's like something she normally wouldn't play. You know, she's like an author in it, like a book author who writes like romance novels or something. And and, uh, 
but yeah, dude, it's it's you know the all star cast is what makes the show pretty decent. Also, but, um, uh, I just also just like the fact everybody's like chirping balls in it, and it's freaking just crazy. You know, it's kind of like Lost. You know, like it holds your holds your attention that way. Uh, yeah. Also, Melissa McCarthy is in Gilmore Girls, which is my wife's like her office. Like the way I I just watch The Office all the time. Like every right, year or yeah. two, she watches Gilmore Girls, and Melissa McCarthy's really funny in that. So. My my wife yeah. it's super natural. Oh yeah, that's her once a year. Uh, you gotta endeavor. check in on dumbass fucking Rory. I love Lorelai. I think Lorelai's great, but Rory's so fucking stupid. That's my take on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I've never seen it. Um, I've lately I've been enamored with fucking Amish Mafia. Right? Yeah, you're telling me that. Um, what is it? Discovery Plus. I don't know what channel it would actually be, but well, there was like a, a and E used to have a bunch of Amish shows. I thought something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's probably. I've seen other ones. It was like in the recommended. <laughs> well, it was like me and her were looking for a new show. You know, we fall asleep watching South Park lately, and it was like too early to fall asleep. So it's like, all right, what are we gonna do? Let's find something. We just ended something, and. I f- saw Amish Mafia and it was in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And I'm like, this is going to be fucking hilarious. Let's do it. I'm so in. In the first uh, first couple episodes, really, like, even my wife was just like, oh my God, this is great. Like, this dude's an asshole. He's trying to, like, undermine the leader. The leader seems like he's, he looks like a Patton Oswald type guy. Like, he, uh, he doesn't really seem threatening, is my point. Like, if Patton Oswald was yelling at me, I wouldn't be threatened. So it's like, you got this guy, and he's just like in the barn. He's like, quit talking back. And it's like, okay, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, it's a great, yeah, he was, he was uh, giving one of his men a, a shakedown there and fucking hilarious uh, plots just throughout. Amish women, like this one Amish girl is kind of a slut. And, Pretends like she's not, and I don't know. It seems like that's what Amish people do, according to this show, is they aren't Amish at all. They just pretend like they are because everybody, see, everybody just like goes clubbing. Electricity. Yeah, like they get a taste of it. They turned a light on one day and they're like, fuck candles. Yeah, fuck this. and like I've always seen them throughout my life driving around and shit in Pennsylvania, like I told you before. So it's kind of like that side of it to me. It's just I don't know. It's interesting to yeah, me. It's fairly common to run into Amish around here. Is it obvious that it's fake? The show, or is there like any chance it's somewhat realistic? Well, the first season, the first four or five episodes, I was like, I don't know if this is real or not. Like, there was people walking up to this dude, shaking, talking, and, like, just, it didn't seem too set up. Now, this second season, I'm starting to fall off a little bit. I don't know. I, right. I got to see what this guy Merlin's up to and everything. But it's just... I think with the popularity, too. Yeah, I think that was part of it. They have actually a segment at the end of the season about that because i guess people called it out whenever it first came out and well, they were like a lot of these fake. shows just turn out to be fake like the tow truck shows were all fake and then my f- powwow loved all this shit and then powwow also loved uh that detroit pawn shops all that shit was fake uh um, see i look at it as if it's like just another show right and i just look at the storyline and see i disagree if it's if it's too over the top 
goofy and then I know it's fake, I'm like, well, that's stupid. Like, I don't know. Right, right. It's got to have a believability because it's right. a reality show. Like, I totally, yeah, I get that 100% because there's it's a train that way. Like, I grew up with real world. You know, I'm sure you have too, real world and all that. And it was just, that shit felt real. Rather, some of it was set up or not, you know, but like up until real world versus uh, road world's challenge, that whole thing, I kind of started falling off. But those were, those were some of my first crushes and everything growing up. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, I love reality shows. Lately, we've been watching, and I know I mentioned this before, but like Kitchen Nightmares, because I love them, and I'm just going through and watching them all, because I could watch someone get, someone who owns a business get yelled at that they're a fucking shitty owner, and then, like, they're so <laughs> oblivious to the things they're fucking up. I just, I love being able to judge it. Like, what a fucking moron, you know? Like, I'm and all Team Gordon Ramsay. Get, get me in the mood, and me and her will binge that shit. Right. You know? She watches it a little too much, but like I'll get annoyed. But my issue is they have too many revisited episodes. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Go to the next one. I don't want to watch another revisited right. episode. And then See they have how a wife swap. Uh, they've added on Hulu recently, and so we're like halfway through the first season, and I'm enamored with it. And I, I'm sure I've watched these back in the day as well. But just you know, this was the time I was in high school. I believe is when around the time it came out, and the people that were like they were proud of their stupid shitty lives. You know, like they weren't trying to hide it or like they weren't going to not say this because it would make them look bad on TV. No, they were going to tell you everything that made them fucking stupid and weird. And like they were proud of it. And like, I don't know. I just love it. I love how horrible the shows are, but also good because the people are so open. What was the show? We just oh, we were on a hoarders binge. Oh, yeah. For, for a while. And Parking Wars came after that. That was another part. Yeah, uh, hoarders. I like. My wife can't watch it. She says she can't see the disgusting houses. She just fucking freaks out. It's disgusting. It's bad. Yeah, she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I also watched on Netflix. There's a reality show called Big Timber, and that's just like an example of the most. You could make a reality show about anything, but I put it on before I went to bed, and I was like, I guess I'm into it. I'm finishing this season, and it was people in Alaska just chopping down fucking trees. And I was like, this and they is storyline growing and everything. Like, what was it? It was just like, well, they got to bring in enough wood to keep the the mill open. Uh oh, it's gonna snow's coming. They better cut some trees before the snow gets here. And you're just like, hell yeah, man, get those trees cut. <laughs> I could fall into some some reality shows that like just random, you know? Right. Like it's, the less I know, almost the better. Right. You know, go in blind and. Like I've never I've seen wife swap clips and I know the premise and everything, but I've never like sat down and watched an episode, but I know I would like it. It seems like it'd be hilarious. Yeah. It's good. And what's funny, and we keep I keep bring up to Kubi is like, so the, the premise is the first week the the wives who've gone to the new house, they have to live by the family's rules. And then the second week, they get to instill their rules that the family has to live by. But typically what happens is one of the mom, you know, the wives, they bitch the whole time about how it's so unfair that they have to live like the, the family's rules. And then when they switch, the family like, well, you didn't listen to ours, so we're not listening to yours. And then they all fight, you know. There's a lot of fighting involved. And also typically one of the couples, like it's a really good experience for them when they learn a lot. And then the other one's like, it was the worst fucking week of my life. And so, I don't know, it's just really fun. So some of them get kind of formulaic, like when we were watching uh, Hoarders. Yeah. You know, every episode, it was like we could almost word for word the intro. She can of, of the one lady. Like, it, it it was just ridiculous. Like, it, I felt the same about I, Intervention, too. 
I see. I want to. I want to get more into that. She's not really into that, so I have to probably watch that on my own. It's just the but same one. It's the same thing every episode to me. Yeah, they just you know get it. They fight about going to rehab, and eventually they go. And but first they run off and get one more. Well, you we got to. You got to. Yeah. yeah. It's only right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other shows I've been watching. I I love HBO. I don't know how y'all are on HBO over there, but I recommend it to everybody. And uh, yeah, yeah, HBO Max. Yes, and so we're we're rewatching Succession currently because season three of that comes out this October, and I think it's the best show on television. And it's a weird one because like people are like, "What it's about?" And it's like it's about this fucking rich family. I don't know how to. You just gotta fucking watch it. It's great, but uh, it, it's a weird one. And we just watched White Lotus, which was like a weird one season murder mystery sort of show. So, but it's like okay. some, like a rich people resort. So you kind of are trying to it's not really a murder, but it starts off with, you see someone in a body bag and then it like two weeks ago. So you're like, well, who's going to be in that fucking body bag? But that's, does not right. like, isn't like a horror or anything. So but you're right, like, but- like the whole time you're like, well, how, how are we getting to that point? And so, uh, it was really good. So I just, anything on HBO is so fucking top quality, uh, that more or less, that's what I go to. And I have nothing else. When I first got it, it instant curb. I want to curb your enthusiasm, fucking binge them all again. Yeah, Fuckers. Curbs my shit. Like, that's just. Yeah. Curbs. You ever see Empires? Yeah, I love it. I never finished the yeah, last season. I love that show, too, man. That's another yeah. bad Well, after, not to give anything away, but after season three, they get rid of a character. And I was, I didn't like the show as much after that, but I did keep it going through the end. Except, like I said, right. the last, the last few episodes, I don't think I ever finished. Yeah, the ending through, I was, you know. I'm trying to get into it. Not big on. He wants me to watch all the Harry Potters because I've never seen them, and she knows that uh, one of my friends back in the day made me watch all the Lord of the Rings. And I told him I think he should give it a chance. It's worth a watch through, you know. I mean, yeah, we watch them every year here. Uh, not for me. My wife just loves the Blu-rays or whatever, or has the Blu-rays, so she watches those. Um, and it's good. I mean, the last couple suck. They're all dark and boring, but the first few are right for, but as a non Harry Potter fan, I enjoy the memes. The yeah. memes are good. I think Daniel I mean, Radcliffe's I, amazing. I think he's amazing. I feel like I'll watch the movie and I'll be like, there's the meme. Yeah. Like that's what I'll be looking for the whole time. Like he said the thing. Honestly, the thing that made me a fan of uh, Daniel Radcliffe is he's in this TV show called the young doctor's notebook, something like that. And it's, uh, John Hamm is in it telling stories of him as a young doctor in like the middle of nowhere, Russia. And Daniel Ratcliffe plays a young John Hamm being that huh. doctor in the stories. And it's so fucking weird. And he's like fucking these old Russian women because that's the only people around. So it's not, not in a good way, but he just has to. And uh, it's, it was really funny and odd and dark. So I like that shit a lot. Yeah. we've been, Other than that, we've just been watching South Park. We really only got from uh, like maybe two, three hours a night. So it's like pick and choose. What game do I play? What uh, do we want to watch a movie tonight? Play games tonight? You know, that that couple hours we got together at the end. Right. Well, what games are y'all playing? I'm full blown Red Dead 2 right now. I was uh, kind of iffy on it because it's kind of slow at first. And I just got off. I forget what I was just playing, but it was just like quick, quicker pace, run around, open world, whatever. And to jump from that to Red Dead, where, you know, it's just really 
Like you, once I learned that like it, that's it's more of a slow paced game, and that's what they want from you and shit. I enjoy it a lot more. I run into I ran into a KKK meeting. I was able to disrupt. Right. I ran into some guy that was kind of like BTK in the woods. Like he was telling telling me about some lady lived by herself, and he was like, uh, I had a bunch of pictures of her in the tent. Like that's my favorite shit of that is the strangers. I mean, I think my opinion on Red Dead Redemption 2 is similar to that of The Last of Us 2, where I think it's well made. It's just not fun. And uh, I, the longer I go since I've played it, because I remember buying, I mean, I bought a day one. I was really into it. I fucking played the shit out of it. And I was trying to convince myself I liked it. But the longer I go since I played it, I'm like, I hated that fucking game. I don't know. I just, I convinced myself I liked it when I was playing it. But since I've, I, it's just weird. Since I haven't played it, I just think of it and I think all negative stuff. So I'm like, I don't think I liked it. <laughs> like I, you know, whenever I bought it, at first I was like, I don't know if I like this. It's like, as soon as you bump into somebody, you get a bounty and like everything. It was really hard at first. Well, and I think and Red Dead One's so good that it is. It is. And my problem with that was every single disc because I, I was buying the disc versions word and even i think the one we got digital fucking froze in the middle every fucking time so i could never get past like this certain like point and i remember it's in some like farm like i had to chase pigs or something i forget right. what it was exactly but it would and same with the shield for ps2 fuck the people that made that game because i had to find like six versions of that years ago to fucking play it again <laughs> it's a game based off the show the shield right and it's a pretty good fucking game. And I'm like, you know what? I want to go back and play it. But every disc would freeze at the same point. It was like a glitch in the disc. So it's like, God, I got to find a good disc now. I shouldn't have to do that with digital, though. And it happened to me. So I never actually finished Red Dead 1. Yeah. You know, so kinda, I went into this kind of blind of what happened there. But I mean, I thought, like I said, the story's cool and all that. And uh, I was just so stiff you know something about the game i just didn't find it all that fun or whatever and like i said longer yeah, i go on i play it. other open world games that are like so much Quicker. more smooth but even like right. god, of, god of war isn't fast you know it's on a fast game and i would say that's probably my favorite game on the ps4 and uh but it was deliberate and like you still felt smooth and in control whereas in like red dead 2 i kept feeling like i was out of control like you'd say i'd bump into people you i'd did. punch somebody yeah. trying to get on my horse like all kinds of shit would happen <laughs> Like now that I know the buttons, because the buttons are real complicated too. Like they're not, but they are, because one button will do three things. And, right. You know, so it gets a little confusing. But once I like got all that down, and I don't know, I I'm like in the mid, like it says fifty four percent complete, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm like dead in the middle of this one. Hasn't froze yet. So I'm gonna try to make it through. I should be good. I mean, I've been in the zone on it though. Right. I mean, I beat it. I. I I'm glad I did. You know, I, in general, I'm going to try to beat every game I start. You know, I'm not, I try not yeah. to quit any if I can. I see one that I quit playing. I beat Horizon back in the day when it came out and I liked it. I just played it again recently and I was like, you know what? I was like a couple missions in. I'm like, fuck this. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what any, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I just wasn't in the mood, but that was a game that I just quit midway recently that like never happens. I never do that. Right. And Coop, do you play any games? Nah, I I don't. <laughs> All good. I've been trying to force Skinny to play games, but I waste my time watching TV. Yeah, I understand. Uh sometimes I wish I didn't play games, but I'm too deep into it. 
that's the thing. Every time I'm playing games, I'm like, well, this needs done. This needs done. You know, be it either laundry or a song or just whatever is like there. I feel guilty because I'm fucking doing it. You know, like, oh, we need to be watching this show, get this show done. I'm watching the show and I'm like, I should be putting time into the game. It's always something, you know. Right. Well, I'm, I'm currently playing Deathloop, and I think it's absolutely amazing. I mean, it'll, I think easily the best PS5 game that's out. I don't know. I love Returnal as well. But uh, Deathloop is very, very good. I don't know if you ever played Dishonored, uh, but it's the same people that made that. It feels very similar. It's just a little faster and a little bit more on killing shit, and a little less on stealth. Um, so it's very That's fun. actually, I'd rather have that. The, the stealth, after I played one and two, it was like, all right, it's like Assassin's Creed, like enough's enough right. by the end of it. Uh, but there is a part of the game that's really annoying to me. Um, I'm like you played the Souls games, I think at least some of them, and like people yeah. can jump in your your game, you know, and try to attack you. So that's a part of yeah. this game where someone could come in as this female assassin, and then they're trying to kill you. And it makes me so angry when it happens because it interrupts the flow of like shit I'm trying to do, you know. And like I understand people think it's cool and dynamic, but when that happens, I'm like I hate this game. So it, is, it really depends on the game, I think. Like, I, I'm not too familiar with Deathloop. I know right. of it, but I, I don't know the yeah. premise really. Well, but I finally like, beat her. The reason why it was so frustrating before is, you know, you have all these guns and stuff, and I could shoot her a thousand times, and she just didn't die. And I was like, well, right. this is horseshit, and she would always kill me no matter what I did. And then I finally just looked up online. It was the first thing I looked up for this game because I'd recommend most people not look up anything. And it was like, yeah. it was like just hide in a room until she comes in that room and then stab her in the back. And that's like the only way to. So that's what I have to. So now, as soon as it tells me she's in there, I go to the nearest room and I just sit there until someone happens to. And so it kind of ruins the game, you know. In my opinion, I was uh, really big on Resident Evil for a bit there. And then they just kind of, they were supposed to put out a uh, DLC. They never did. They were supposed to put out multiplayer that came with the game. That never came out. And uh, that was another game. I'm trying to think of games I was playing. See, I'm also currently trying to platinum Hades, which I, I've told people it might be in my top 10 favorite games of all time. Like, I know that's crazy to say, but uh, it's that good. And uh, I have about seven trophies left on the PS4 version to to get the platinum of that. But it's I would highly recommend it. I don't know if you have any interest in 2D uh, roguelike beat em up yeah. type games, but it's fucking amazing. So good. Yeah, I definitely do. It, like uh, it's one of those, the best part to me is like I was trying to explain this guy I work with is like, you know, you clear this little level and it's like, OK, do you want to go to this path or this path? this path or this path and it lets you know what rewards you're going to get from each path so you're basically just going along building up your character by beating each level you know and so it's like you feel like you're in control you know kind of like um i can't think of the name of the fucking game it's an older game um diablo yeah, sounds like a little bit a little bit but yeah i can get down with that uh, anyway, Hades, very very good and it's really funny and has all the greek gods and shit uh so i think that's always a cool aesthetic yeah i just looked it up it does look cool right looks like something yeah like i said highly recommend it i don't know um you know when if it'll ever be free on playstation plus or something like that but hopefully someday uh everyone could play it and then i've actually heard recently that the new battlefield game might be free on playstation plus this next month and i haven't played a shooter in a long time i just don't I mean, Deathloop, Deathloop is a shooter, I but I like, you know, the ones where you get online, like Call of Duty or Battlefields, like I haven't played one of those 
in like maybe 10 years, you know, like I just don't enjoy that shit anymore. But I always think about it every year. It's like, is this the year I give it a shot? I, I get in. I mean, Battlefield was different for me because like I love shooters, but that one, I the first like three hours of playing, maybe more, I was just like, st- I'd step out in the field, get shot. Every once in a while, I do something cool, like a couple times an hour, but like a lot of it was just like, boom, dead, boom, dead. Because it's a different feel than your regular shooter. At least uh, the one I did. It wasn't so much like fast paced, like a Call of Duty or something like that. It was, it seemed more slower paced and, and like deliberate. Right. Like you flew the plane, you know, but you had to like get there and, and, I couldn't get anywhere for a while until I learned like, you know, I guess I should uh, maybe not stand out in the open. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It all ended with me uh, when Battlefield three came out. Um, So whatever Call of Duty that was, it came out a week after Battlefield three. I had that pre-ordered, but then I went and I I guess I just had money. I bought Battlefield three and then me and Powell started playing it. And I was like, bro, I'm canceling that Call of Duty pre-order. Like, this is way better. Like, I just loved it immediately. I love the fact that I could just get in a tank and I'm just the tank, you know, and there's like 63 other people. I just thought, you know, so many people was so cool. And then uh, he got Call of Duty like the next year because Powell loves Call of Duty. And it was just, it was really, really fast and twitchy and stuff. But I, I don't know. I just was done. Like, after I'd gotten so into Battlefield 3, I just couldn't play Call of Duty. And then I just kind of gave up on all shooters. I see. I was never a big Call of Duty guy. Like I never really played much of it. Everybody around me was playing the zombies all the time. Everything. Right. I just. I think that's kind of what turned me off from it because it was just in my face. I'm like, oh my god, there's better shooters out there. Like it's not the fucking end all be all shooter. Like, yeah, I think the reason I played it then is the same reason. And I haven't played Fortnite in probably like over a year. But it, there was a time I played Fortnite for a few months. And it was because my friends were playing it. Like if I have friends enough that are going to group up and play something, that game is going to be more fun in that setting. You know, you can talk that's shit. That's what got me that. into GTA real heavy. Like I was addicted for like a year of the GTA and then the online after that turned in because I knew people and we'd like group up and right, you know, but it was just enough to always have a random. So it's like, is this random going to fucking do his part or is he just going to be a prick? Right. I mean, I watch uh, these videos of like Daisy. Uh, I think I mentioned this podcast before when Minx was on here, but there was this video of uh, like a one hour documentary of some of them making. uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like role playing. Yeah. I was watching years ago with my buddy John. Shout out to John. He's probably not listening. Fucking uh but like I was watching him years ago with him and we we're like, oh dude, this game gotta come out for the four. We were so excited. And then like I, I, it was um beta, I think, something at the time, just on Steam, and I'm like, I had a shitty computer. I'm like, ah fuck it. So I kind of forgot about it. And then I seen it was on the floor and I just haven't like, cause I know how in depth it's going to be and I like how I get with these games. So I just haven't like dove in yet, but right. I know exactly those, those videos were fucking great. I, there was one particular guy and it might be the same guy. Like he just had a great story going with himself. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they like, I think it's so fascinating. They can just clip up these little things and make their own little hour documentaries, you know? And I'm like, yeah. like, I don't care about let's plays at all, but if they can get some art behind it like that, I like it. Yeah. It was more creative than a let's play. I'm just like, oh, let's just run through this game and make comments. They're like, they don't even talk about the game most of the time. And right. This is very true. Um, well, Coop, uh, since you haven't got to talk, what else? What else do you enjoy on your TV show talk? Uh, 
Shit, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to Mandalorian coming on. Hell yeah. That, yeah, that comes back in November, and I'm uh, watching Lower Decks. For You're a big podcast guy. Star, Star Trek freaking knockoff show. Right. And, you know, I got to get my dorky Star Trek shit in. I've always and, wanted to like Star Trek. That's like the one thing. I, I don't really care about Star Wars. I remember I, mean, I watched it as a kid, of course, you know, in episode one, all it came out. And uh, I watched the old ones. I just always thought it was overhyped, you know, for whatever reason. I was like, it's okay. And then Star Trek, I wanted to like because I think it's a cooler story. But the next generation was just so boring when I was a kid that I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Uh, now, like, I, I love it. I love next gen. Because, like, when it starts off, I, I can get where you're coming from, though. It is definitely boring. There's definitely episodes that are, you know, storylines just drawn out, and it's just, I get you. Right. But, like, the, the, like, cheesiness, like, if you go and watch season one of Next Gen, like, the cheesiness and the acting, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing, you know, and, like... It, I don't know. There, there's just something about it. It's just like classic and like the, the, the science parts of it too, you know. Right. That I, they give I get my fix from Stargate for all this. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I could watch Stargate and most people could watch it and say it's campy or shitty or whatever, but I could just watch it. It just makes me feel nostalgic and like, hell yeah, man. We're fucking fighting the aliens or whatever. The Stargate fucking for Super Nintendo circling all that together. <laughs> a fucking great game. I've heard it. Like, I never played it. Got to. You got to emulate it, do whatever you got to do. If you like Stargate, like I like the movie. I didn't get into the show, but fucking yeah, it's based off the movie. It's fucking fun game. Like Right. Well, I, I got into the show before I ever watched the movie. And so when I watched the movie and there are some different rules, you know, I, I can't remember exactly, but like and and one of them, you know, the gates can only stay open for twenty eight minutes, and the other one they can stay open indefinitely. And then one of them they can go both ways, bi directionally, and the other one they can only go one way. And so like, there's little rules and that are different. That when I watched it, I was like, oh no, this isn't the same as the show. But <laughs> right, uh, not, it's not. That's kind of what I'm saying too. Like with Star Trek, like freaking like in Stargate the movie. Like if you watch that first and then watch Stargate the show, you know, you you'll look at the show like. The acting seems cheesier. It's like that eighties. No, Star Star Gate. Yeah, so many stars. Star Trek is the same way. It's like that cheesy, but it's good because like the good cheese. Yeah, good cheese. Right. I mean, the reasons. The thing that sucks about Stargate is that they they're the same characters recast. So like David Spader's character, you know, isn't David Spader and Val Kilmer is not Val Kilmer. But the guys that replace them are better, in my opinion, because I've watched 10 seasons of them do the characters, you know. But at the time, like people watching would probably be like real bummed out about it. Right, right. Yeah, that's what I mean. What you know, you get so enveloped with the character that it's like that's the character you remember this character as, and then you see the other guy portray, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And that's kind of like what I was like with the new Star Wars movies and the new Star Treks. You know, it was just like, "What the fuck?" You know, yeah. I'm used to Card or freaking Shatner as being the dude, and then you got this kid trying to be Shatner, and it's just like. Yeah. Sorry if I'm too far from the mic. Nah, you're good. You came in there. Uh, yeah, I did. I liked whenever they rebooted the Star Trek movie. They were trying to make it cool. I mean, 
Yeah, it was something. They, they came off good. It came off good. You know, J.J. Abrams, I thought he did a good job with the first one. I just like Better being a Star, Star Wars, Trek I would fan, say. The, uh, like, I don't know. They just like the CGI. They just get carried away with it. Right. You know, I just wish it like was back like in the 80s movies, like where they went out to, you know, and just did more props and shit like that. I could do Shatner era Star Trek because of that cheese. I like that kind of. Yeah, cheese. That's good cheese. Yeah, I, you know, I would say Star Wars. I think is in the worst situation besides the Mandalorian. People love it, but outside of that, they kind of botched all that. Shit. I think it's so funny. Uh, just in my Star Wars club, that like when I was growing up, everyone acted like the first three were the greatest thing ever, right? And I remember watching them and being, and because it was old, I'm sure I was like, oh, it's okay. And then I thought um, Episode One was cool. I mean, I went and saw it fucking yeah. opening weekend. I liked I, it. I still like Episodes One, Two, and Three. I, I think they're still good. I. You know, I remember three, even at the time I went and watch it and I did, I didn't like, um, uh, some about the overacting of it or whatever, or like it was yeah. just boring or something about three. I didn't like as a kid, but then these new ones come out and people are like, finally, we're getting good star Wars movies. And then they're arguably the worst trilogy of the, um, like they're even worse than the prequel trilogy. Fucking billions of dollars. Just, and the only thing they got running for them right now is that show the Mandalorian. Right. Like, that's seriously like the only thing that's holding up for them. Yeah, it, it's just great. And I just and I mean the prequel trilogies are horrible because it's all politics. It's like in the Senate right. hearings, and it's all this shit that's so boring. But somehow the new ones made people even more mad than that, which I just think is great. Right, fucking Disney. Um, now not to the old Republic remakes coming. So video game news. So I will get back on a Star Wars when that happens. I, I like Star Wars video games for some. Yeah, reason. that kind of shit makes me want to get a new system, man. Right. Like seriously, <laughs> and speaking yeah, of like seeing, uh, Harry Potter earlier, they have like this Harry Potter game coming out, but it's set in like the 1800s in Hogwarts, and I just think it looks awesome as fuck. And I don't even care about Harry Potter. And I'm like, oh, I'm playing that shit. So, right. I love my wife. Fucking like, excited. She, she yeah. just saw that shit. Awesome. She's like, shut the fuck up, J.K. Raleigh. They keep pushing it back because of her trans shit, and I'm like. Is know. that why? Well, there was uh, originally they pushed it back because they said um, people kept thinking she was involved in the game and she has to sign off, I think, on all the story shit. So I think she kind of is. But then also someone at the company uh, said, you know, said something kind of conservative ish and they fired that guy or he resigned and then they pushed the game back again. So like they just don't want anyone to think of bad publicity with Harry Potter. But right. And they're waiting for a clean slate again to drop it. Right. I also she was writing another book called The Marauders, and it's about the four founding uh, houses. houses. That'd be cool. And, um, they were seeing if they wanted to wait to either go off of what she writes or just kind of do their own thing, which I think they should just do their own thing. Like, give us more, more story on both ends, you know? Right. Well, they shouldn't cover the origin if that's what she's covering. They should definitely place it afterwards. I mean, yeah. I'd like to see something more like Tom, when Tom Riddle was like a, in school. Like, I'd like to see all that because you get then you get like the original Death Eaters. You know, the, you get the parents like Harry Potter's parents. You get Remus, Sirius, like all them as teenagers, as students. That would be some shit. Yeah, but I think I don't think it's set in like 1960 or whatever that it's set in like eight, the 1800s. I don't think they can do all that. Yeah, it would be new. 
Yeah. I mean, unless they change the time. I mean, theoretically, they've built Hogwarts now to engine and they could then make various games set in different time periods, you know, and they would all have the architecture there. I've never seen a Star Wars game, but I've played or a movie, but I've seen, played a good bit of the games. She's played all them Harry Potter games. Like I, I've, I've played the games more than the movies. And I don't think about right. Even yep. Star Trek. It was one on PS4. It was like an MMORPG type of deal, and I was like all in for like a month. <laughs> yeah, that's about that's all like I can do with an MMO. I'm just not an MMO player. I've tried, tried a few, but after about a month, I'm like, all right, I'm tired of waiting around mm-hmm. on shit. I don't play too long. Like it, it was just a free game on there. Right. I was like, yeah, I'll play. I'm running out of games. I'll play it for sure. Yeah. Um, I've tried to play the Lego Harry Potter game, but I just hate Lego games. So uh, someday I'll try it again with my wife because she's not a big gamer, but she was enjoying it. And I just was like, fuck this. I hate Legos. I, I mean, I love Legos, but I hate Lego video games. I would like to play the one where it's like the dude running around in the city. I, I forget the name. Like, a like a undercover level. or something like that. Yeah, I think that was it. Undercover. Yeah, I've thought um, it was five dollars one weekend on a sale, and I stared at it for like thirty minutes to sign if I was going to buy it or not. But then I looked up reviews, and they were all like, "Nah, just play Grand Theft Auto." But I was real excited for this game called Agony for a while. It was like a first-person trip through hell, and this. But the trailers and the build-up to the game, like the you know the websites, all nice. The all the videos, like showing the game look good but apparently it was terrible it has like a two rating or something and it's been on sale for like two dollars forever so it's like i'm not even gonna bother but right you know th- that just popped in my head because I've, I've been sometimes though like, man people have reviews wrong you know uh like i think i mentioned you before i i wanted to play fuck what was that motorcycle game uh I keep wanting to say The Last of Us, but I know that's not it. But you know the one? Oh, um, Days Gone. Days Gone. Like when Days Gone came out, I thought it looked really cool. I was like, oh, it's Walking Dead mixed with Sons of Anarchy. I bet it's pretty cool. And then all the reviews and all the podcasts I listened to were just hating on it. And so I just skipped it. Just skipped it completely. And then when I got my PS5 and it was part of that PS Plus collection of all these free games, I went ahead and played it. And then I platinumed it. I was like, I love this fucking game. Like I played the fuck out of it. Whenever that first got released, it it uh, was broken pretty much. Apparently, from everything I've seen, mm. and then there was some update, I guess, um, at some point that like fixed most of it. And I think the reviews changed. It was like a No Man's Sky situation, but not as right. You know, yeah, I played on that one back when it was old and the new version. I've done them both. That would have been like one of the only games I platinum if it didn't uh, fuck up on me. It was um. What was it? Stay outside the toxic something. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like, make me want to get that game. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, man, I showed him uh, Skyrim or something at one point. You were in the Skyrim, right? Yeah. Skyrim's the best. Yeah. That was way back. So I got my homie Powell in the games whenever I got, I mean, outside of sports games, uh, because he liked those. But I was like, hey, man, I think you'll like this. And then a big old spider jumped down. He's super scared of spiders. You know, that opening thing. And he was hooked. He's like, ah, started throwing fireballs at it. And he was like, oh, my God, I love this shit. I was like, yeah, man, play it all you want. Well, me and him got this like whole thing where he likes Neil deGrasse Tyson. And I honestly can't stand him. Fuck fuck you, Neil deGrasse Tyson, if you're listening. Yeah, I I hate you. I get both sides. (laughs) 
But uh, so like I, he's the real he's always been really into space and shit. So even when I first played it, I'm like, Coop's gonna fucking love it. Like, and it wasn't that good at first. Everybody was saying, but I loved it. I, you know, I I got the I pre-ordered the steel book and shit. It came like a week late. I was so pissed. Everybody's playing. I'm like, oh god damn it! I want they're building their ships. I want a ship. Oh, I played it. I loved it. And then all these updates came and it's like so involving now. I can't keep up. I wish I fucking could because it's fucking it looks great. You know, but there was at some point there I was like, ah, enough, enough. Yeah. Uh, I made it like to the center of the galaxy and into another galaxy. And then I built a base there and they're like, but keep going to get to another galaxy. And I was like, oh, my God, this is never ending. And you have to have like you'd want to do the multiplayer stuff to keep going. Like, that's the only thing kind of keeping you there. But I've definitely fully exhausted all the the single player stuff that they had up until about a year ago. I would say I was real big on the uh, Friday the 13th game. That was kind of broken as well when that came out, but they were fixing it along the way. Yeah, I mean, I've listened to a podcast where people, they loved it, but they were saying the servers were always fucked. Yeah, and, you know, if if Jason didn't play along as Jason, then the whole fucking round was, you just, you know, it was a waste. Right. So you had to leave, come back. So it just really depended who you were playing with and everything. And I think that's part of the issue. If you don't have a big group of friends that play like me, I don't really play online too much because i don't know many people yeah. right yeah um all right so any podcast suggestions y'all listen to any other podcasts before we get out of here well, no i just just uh you know joe rogan pretty much you know bill burr and opie and anthony i listen to their radio shit on the way in and out to work you know right but yeah, I definitely need more. Um, I'm kind of out, not out, but I listen to like dozens of hours of podcasts a week. And uh, but I've gotten to the point where I like I just don't have any. Like even with all the ones I listen to, um, still have moments I'm out. But I listen to Two Bears One Cave, which uh, is super great. And uh, you know, the Office Ladies. There's there's funny ones. You know, like and you mentioned Joe Rogan, of course, listen to that stuff like that. But uh, the Nate, you ever check out their own A? Do what? Have you ever checked out Opie and Anthony? Uh, yeah, I, I don't like. I just don't think they're that funny. I don't know. I think they're too old school radio. Um, at least yeah. the old stuff I've heard. Uh, and yeah, like, yeah. yeah. one dude on there, Anthony Comia, he has his own podcast now. Where like you know, I I liked Anthony Anthony Comia. I just like you know a lot of their topics and shit. You know. Uh, and all the guests they always had on there, like Patrice O'Neill and Bill Burr and uh, uh, Jim Norton and all them. Right. See, I like Bill Burr, but Jim Norton just always like, I don't know. I never liked him. I I, I never liked him being Right. I I just think all those comedians are fine. I just think they're all better than other things. I I didn't like. I've never liked an Opie and Anthony thing because the people are. It's too out of control. You know, like I would much rather someone talking to Rogan. You know, where he's like actually asking him shit more structured and yeah uh and then tim dylan show i tell brad sir about you know because uh i love the tim dylan show and i think uh you would also love it i have it saved on my list i'm just i never really go into same with uh last podcast on the left i really want to check out 
Yeah. It's just I've heard a lot I'm about more, that one too. I'm always just like, well, this new album came out. I didn't hear this yet. This one came out. Fuck. Yeah. I'm always just music all day when I drive around. So yeah, I I don't listen to music near enough. I mean, for someone who makes music, I just there's not enough that it interests me. And all I have is my one playlist of shit I like. And once I listen to that, I'm like, well, I've listened to it today. You know, I don't. I know it's a weird, <laughs> weird. Complaint. I do like a tree. So like, I'll whatever artist I start with. If I like a feature or a producer or whatever, I'll click on them and then like like go from there. You know what I mean? Just like go down a big rabbit hole. That's how I find new artists. And, you know, it's pretty fun to do. Like on Spotify, it makes it easy. Like you just click on the producer. There's this dude, Eight of the Mo Make Beats. He's pretty good. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't have a lot up there, but he's got some. He's got some. Um, and then also, I listen to some stuff that tries to make me smarter. So like, I I try to listen to Freakonomics Radio every week and Radio Lab. Uh, those two in general, they they'll typically have some story that you know involves some research and you'll learn something during it. But it's also interesting. So like, you know. It keeps me sharp, if you will. So I like I like keeping some smart podcasts on too. Like there are some uh, wrestling podcasts I used to listen to, but it was like I'd listen if there was a very specific guest or like there was a reason. It was never a daily listen, right? And the Nate Lamb podcast, which I've talked about way too much on my own podcast, is uh, comedian Nate Bargatze, who I fucking watch on Netflix in the last year. And he's a like PG comedian, you know, no dirty language. And I just think this motherfucker is hilarious. And his podcast is hilarious. Like, it's not that it's PG and it's for kids. He just he pulled off a way to make humor that I find funny, but it's it doesn't need That's to be kind edited, of like you know? Jim Gaffigan for me. I like Jim Gaffigan. He's a clean comedian right. like that. Like he pulls it off. Like, yeah. Like I wouldn't be surprised if in 10 years, Nate Bargatze is, is the Jim Gaffigan, you know, cause Jim Gaffigan's like, I think the number one touring comic, I, I think, uh, but yeah, he's really fucking funny. And his podcasts are dumb because, uh, they just choose one episode or like a topic per episode. And then that whole episode's about that topic, but they're not smart at all. And he could barely read in a whole half of the time. We're trying to read comments and I don't know. It's just really funny. Uh, you know, the whole podcast to where I've listened to about 40 episodes in the last, you know, few months trying to catch it. is so important. Like, I mean, with anything, but especially a podcast, cause you got to try to keep their attention for an extended period of time. And if like, you know, you can't hold a conversation or you just can't, like keep the story along or whatever the podcast is, then, you know, no one's going to check in the next time. Right. I agree. That's why my podcast fails. Minute podcasts out there. I see. But all right. I don't know. Call them podcasts. I don't know if they are. Right. Um, but all right, guys, what song do y'all want me to play at the end of this thing? Uh, whatever your favorite off dead end is. Or, or we'll play Phantoms because you're on it. Yeah. And, you know, I, mean, I can that, see playing that one, yeah. It's your uh, horrorcore debut, right? Very proud to be a part of that. Yeah, and to Pretty me, pitchy. I mean, I don't know if it's really horrorcore. Uh, you know, it's just me rapping like normal. To me, if I was going real horrorcore, I would have had done some weird voices and, like, you know, been a character that wears masks. You know, shit like that. Did the uh, uh, Mac Miller thing where he changed his voice completely, and he was—I forget what his name was. Damn. He was a complete other character. It was like a real squeaky voice. It was his horrorcore album. If you look up Mac Miller horrorcore, it's a whole album. Right. Yeah. I've, it was sick as fuck, but the voice, you got to get over the voice. You know, it's like King Diamond or something. Like, if you can't deal with his falsetto, then you can't listen to King Diamond, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely people. 
I think voice is a big underrated part, definitely, of music. You know, I think someone's delivery and voice is honestly the reason you listen to someone or not. Like, yeah. I, I think the reason Drake is so popular, so many people, is because his voice is so smooth and like non threatening. You know, it's just so yeah, like yeah. it's just there. Uh, where I think it's harder for people to get into Busta Rhymes unless they like fucking love hip hop. Yeah. And, and just like more aggressive, like, you know, I could see like the baby fans being Busta Rhymes fans just for the fact of like the baby fans are just like the ones that are, you know, wild out here, or, like Playboy Cardi bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I love Busta Rhymes. They shouldn't even be put in that category. But the, as far as the young fans, that's what I would think, I guess, would line up with them. Yeah. I mean, Busta Rhymes is probably my most underrated from the 90s sort of guy. Definitely, definitely like overlooked a lot. <coughs> Break your neck was a big deal when I was in high school. Remember when it came out? I remember out? Um, Put Your Hands or My Eyes Can See was on like TRO or whatever was before TRO, really. Like in the morning, I'd wake up and like before school for years, it was like Bone Crossroads, Busta Rhymes, Put Your Hands. It was the same rotation every morning. And fucking, yeah, Regulators, that was it. Fucking classics you know and i feel like you don't get the same thing now like there is really nothing there's no one exact source to get music so it's more a competition of like trying to get bigger on one platform and then getting another platform and you know right well it's like something we kind of complained about on albums then was you would buy a whole album just for the single you know and that single would be like so good that you would do it and now we're in this world where people basically just want to put out singles but they're not as good as those singles back when that single had to move a whole album of other shit, you know? Right. They're, they're just songs that they're putting out as singles, you right. know? Yeah, it's different. And like, so I, I don't think any of my songs are single worthy. You know, I've been putting out, you know, a couple here before my album comes out. Uh, Cause that's what you're supposed to do. But to me, they're all going to sound better when you listen to the whole album, you know, yeah. You know, and reference them together. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But we're all school. Someone with, with that point with our album coming out, man. That end, like I definitely think, you know, it's a good combination of songs that just you if you listen to it from beginning then, you know, it's a nice way to have fun on your way into work or you know, something long enough, you know, it's like it's really our first experience using like any sort of interludes or anything like that. Like trying to keep a thing throughout the whole album, like a loose concept. Um which admittedly was kind of like thrown together in the last like few weeks of it being made, but you know, it, it was fun to do and just happy to get it out. Right. Well, sometimes that all comes together. Like uh, my album, I didn't have a title for it forever. I just had the artwork and then I was like, well, I guess I'll call it portrait because it's literally what the artwork is. And then I went in and added, found that quote of that guy talking about, art you know i always say this because brian I know you've heard it uh so i put that quote in about art and at the end of that song say something about how i'm painting a portrait and then to me i'm like there it goes it's all thematically corrected but that was like in the last week you know of the whole thing i i fucking love that cover like it fits it perfectly and then the foreign whip cover yes. is that's that's i don't know if it can be beat like i'm gonna try i gotta make a no limit cover now right it's good mm-hmm. i i I need to buy my own shirts. I, I made a foreign whip shirt and then also a portrait shirt and I want to buy both of them. I just don't know if I want to drop the money on my own merch at the moment. And, uh, but I really feel like I need to own the foreign whip merch. I'm gonna get it in pink, I think. And, uh, I think it'd be a real, real clean shirt. 
it's it's just so good like as soon as you sent it to me i'm like this is great i, I right and i can't i i wanted to do a different font at first but as soon as i came across that fucking roman coliseum font i was like that i'm i'm it just it spoke to me i was like i gotta do this one it's so reminiscent of like that certain era and it's not just no limit it's like just that there was a whole era there right you know maybe no limit like star i did watch a thing where like they didn't really start it but they popularized it heavy and regardless it's like i don't know that art's always just been like a classic style to, to do you know it's, I, I don't know i loved it right i just love the photo the shitty photoshopping that i did you know like my car kind of come i think it comes up to like my nipple but on that picture it comes up to like my shoulder you know like little things like that like the car looks bigger than it actually is and that's what makes it great like is, is the shitty photos it's just if you tried to make it look cool it wouldn't have been right you know what i mean like because you did because it is the way it is it's incredible and i think it'll like get more clicks that way too really like if i seen that i'm like what the fuck is this right you know and then it turns out it's actually good and i you know the lyric video uh setup you do is pretty like slick actually i thought yeah that's all new that's all new um it's not that hard to do um, so I've, I mean, I got to a, a decently easy thing, except I kept having typos. So I had to redo them so many times just cause I had fucking typos. But in general, it's, uh, you know, I have one for all the songs coming off the album. So, um, uh, people can see more of those, but yeah, they're, they're pretty fun. I think, I think that's, that, that's definitely the way to push it. Like, is just like, listen to it while reading the lyrics and everything. And yeah, cause you, know. you don't understand how many people don't understand your lyrics. Uh, right that really is lost on you as a rapper until like someone else is writing lyrics out for their song. And they're like, Hey, are these lyrics right? And you're like, no, like half of this <laughs> shit is way off, bro. what do you think I was saying? You know, like maybe I'm not as uh, easy What's to understand as I thought. Been, we, yeah. we did a song where I said something about specifically brought it up to me. It was, sorry, it was what the fuck It's some roadblocks. And somebody and I said Roblox, like like R O B L O X. Yeah, like the video game, the kid game. Yeah, and I, I really like and I know it exists, but like it wasn't even a thought in my head. Like I'm like, you know, and I built the roadblocks. Yeah. You know, but like I this dude was like, I love the fucking uh Roblox reference. And I'm like, What what? <laughs> and I listened to him, I'm like, Oh my god, that's what he just Minecraft, and you thought I said Minecraft. He was rapping. I was like, "Do you say weapons of Minecraft?" And he's like, "No, my craft." I was like, "Oh, it sounds like Minecraft a little bit, but when you listen to the vocal line, it is Minecraft." I mean, right? It's just words. Words are crazy. But then when you put a lyric, you know, where they can read with it, they they hear it perfectly. You know, so it really does right. help to have the lyrics. Oh yeah. Uh, but that was the first time I did it because I've never set the time to sit there and type them all out. And man, it was a pain in the ass. I will say that. It, it looks a lot easier than the way we did it. We're trying to time everything. And yeah, I done that once and it took so long that I was like, uh, no, no, we got to figure something else out. How long did that take yeah. you Coop, for the one? Yeah, a long time. Road to nowhere. That took you fucking like a month yeah. or something. You know, and then the last week was like going back, fixing typos, all that shit. And like, <laughs> yeah. I, Right here. Yeah, yeah. At least a month. Right. Just going back in to touch uh 
Forget it. But he's, he's been making a lot of the videos lately. We got a couple of videos yeah. coming out. Some of these promos are fucking hilarious. He sent them to me. And like, I'll see the first two or three seconds. And I'm like, all right, babe, come here. This one's going to be fucking good. Like, I can just tell immediately, like, he's on some shit tonight. And he sends it to me. And like, I can't wait to show some of these promos. I, there'll be some will come out this week, I'm sure. Yeah, dude. There's definitely a bunch of special shit coming with this. How about this? Actually, this is coming out Wednesday, right? This Wednesday? Uh, this will come out a week from Wednesday. A week from Wednesday? Yeah, so your well, album will be out. Um, let me see if I can do some weird math. In two days. Oh, shit. You guys, you guys don't even know what you're in for. Oh, man. Shit. Introduction of Hermit the Toad, Ooh. which was like a random uh, addition. He showed up and we had to include it. Right. Well, uh, yeah. So anyway, two days from now, your shit will be out. Uh, of course, we'll play your songs on our music podcast, all that shit. Um, but anything else before we get out of here? Uh, thanks for having us. You know, yeah, as always, uh, always a pleasure. Hope you guys enjoy the album. In two days, and uh, we'll definitely uh, it's snappy to get Instagram so I can fucking tag him because I keep trying to tag him and it won't let me. Yeah, he needs Instagram and he needs to just log into his Twitter ever, you know, like he never even gets yeah. on there. Tor shit, is he? But he's on TikTok. Oh, yeah, but I, I think he gave up after a while. He was making all of his videos and then he lost steam for some reason. He needs to get back on it, they were good, yeah. I, man, I'm fucking pissed at TikTok because I keep trying to upload my lyric videos and I can upload them as long as my song's not out yet. But as soon as my song releases, it mutes them and says, I don't, the copyright owner has not made this available in your country. And I'm like, That's I'm the copyright funny. owner, God damn it. Right. And I was using it kind of like Instagram. I, so I was using it wrong, I guess. And it was giving me copyrights and then nobody cared because it wasn't like, you know, a skit or something. It, that's not what the platform is. So I gave up on it like almost immediately. It was like uh, way back when our song words came out. So a year or two. I mean, there's good videos. I just, uh, yeah, what I do doesn't necessarily work because I don't get in front of a camera and show off my ugly mug, you know, that much. And that's like what you got to do. The algorithm is something else. It's though. great. It's great. I mean, I, Today I got on there and like found three songs that I would fucking love if I found them on Spotify, you know. But like, it's scary. It's crazy. <laughs> it just knows you so well. Yeah, really does. All you do is like one video. Um. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna play Phantom, which is like I mean, it starts with Brad Sirx, and then it's got our homie Soko, who also has an album I think coming out this month of October sometime. And then uh, I'm, and then Coop is third, and then I'm the last person on this song. Just so everyone knows. I love him. BXC. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Peace, guys. Peace. Later, man. Straight goon, I'm an arrogant phantom. At night, grab your wife, then take her for ransom. The place I stay at is rancid. Drugs I take are enhancing. Got a rape room like Marilyn Manson. My words pop like an onomatopoeia. Trying to make my stock rise like Rocky Maivia. When I'm on the top, I won't see ya. Chopping off ears, cause nobody wanna hear ya. Get your face fucked up like the weekend body deep under the seabed. Go home, flip through my phone, don't feel no regret. Always been a reject, buried bodies at recess. Now I write poems all alone and I reflect 
in purgatory tween heaven or hell I brought the devil to my level and I severed his tail then I severed his head like I meant to instead and I sent it to the president in federal mail been a killer since I learned self-defense Catch you at my fence and show you it's not pretend We said it's graveyard and horror music we in Focus all of my dark thoughts into paper and pen My life is sharp knives, praying for good times Waiting for bad times If I have to take a life, it must be necessary And your pain will be extraordinary I'm talking hot coat hanger to aim It's fair warning to strangers Do not anger us Point at me and I'm leaving you fingerless My God is merciful, but I am merciless I kill on contact, cockroaches Covered by 316 like stone cold fist I'm God's soldier, you Satan stripper I disrespect the devil and give him the middle finger Now let it linger Hold the pen like a knife as I write Rapping about the dead instead of life Control is lost when I gaze into the night Stabbing at the bars like a junkie's on my end right Explore my mind, it's kinda morbid Vision an orchard made of corpses Had a fresh scent of rigor mortis No lights, just darkness This place where the dead walks and talks Among us, the ink bleeds evil like rust Speaking in tongues, rap six feet deep Not giving a fuck Verses so sick, they spitting up lunch Merciless to those I don't trust Killing who I want Verbally vile, got many good styles Cast devils out, bringing them down Victim counting millions now Drowning pedophiles, anyone foul Create a graveyard sound, killing the crowds, it's murder. Oh snap, mo back, take a ain't a prolapse and rub it on my gonads. And a gang bang, I go last, sir, that's nasty. Just trying to get some southern comfort, but don't at me. You wind up in the graveyard with your ass sticking upwards. Blood hungry, feeling invincible, keep it straight like tending to. No debate what we finna do. School somebody off the principal. These haters looking so skinnable. Kinda like dinner too yeah. Of course, who do I just sound some cuss words Rap about gross shit to see what made me throw up first Y'all try to boo the new guy who attempted suicide Force you to watch with glued eyes I come on your moms who lied and said her tubes tied Ooh, I'm like fully erect Show some respect Put a shank in a chest of a skank with some breasts Bone appetit Sheesh, I eat it the best Cannibalize the pussy till there ain't nothing left Ugh, ugh